Broadcasting Network. Okay, welcome podcasters. This is Jim. And um, in our musical portion, the beginning work, jazz goes to the movies. We're actually going to do um, themes from um, the scores that come from the movie, starting with Bye Bye Blackbird. It's way back in the, a musical in 1926. So we're going, we're starting very early. But jazz like this one. It's actually, it's a jazz classic. Um, and then we have um, uh, the, the Days of Wine and Roses. That's relatively a new one. Um, uh, if I remember right, yeah, that's a, that's a new one. Uh, that's by Henry Mancini. So we'll see. Here we go. Welcome to Life Lessons with Jim Carolla and Ray Oldhofer.
Okay, welcome, podcasters. We just finished a musical end of it. We did Jazz Goes to the Movies. And we did a couple of some different films. Okay, um, we're going to continue on with our subject matter, which is willpower. But willpower, in a, in a, with a little different kind of feel and understanding about it, willpower is a tool, not an end at all. Just a tool to the beginning of, of being able to uh, find something, a constitution in ourselves that can direct ourselves a little better. But the end version might be something quite different when I get to it at another time. But right now, we're doing gymnastics of the elementary school of the will. So this is just the elementary school. It's just step one, um, going through the A's and A, B, C's, and one and one is two. Not that it's easy, because it's, it's coming up against a lot of resistance. Um, but it's our beginning elementary school. Um, because the psyche of uh, the human being and the whole um, body, motor uh, configuration is quite a complex and intricate situation where they, have, they need to work together. Things have to work in a way, otherwise we, you know, we won't even have the form of a human being. But there's a lot of unification that needs to be done in that area. And that's part of what, what the will might be able to help us with. As we wound our way through um, psychosexual development, you all kind of know what that is. That's kind of a, a Freudian term. But it, it's, um, it's to do that, that we develop. We develop with very little sexuality, move, moves up more so and um, go through all the different stages. Um, so that's, that's what I mean by that, that particular development. But within that form, and which Freud knew, there's many uh, forms of division. Body, mind, fragmentation. A man so ends up with a lot of inner eyes. And part of willpower is somehow uh, being able to experience those inner eyes, the resistance to, to one part wanting to do something and another part does not want to do it. Uh, we'll, we'll, I call them the rogue eyes that just roam around on us. And they're under the law of accident because whoever happens to be on top is the one that will direct it. Um, now, also I like to give a picture of what the configuration is. I want you to picture, sometimes pictures are more helpful. I want you to picture a carriage. Um, just a carriage, but we don't see much today, but except in special kind of ceremonies. You um, mean like a carriage pulled by an uh, ox or something, not yeah. a carriage wheeled with a baby? Right, a carriage uh, pulled by a couple of horses would be the picture of it. Now, that that carriage is kind of similar to, of what we have and what, we will, what we're going to go through. The carriage itself is like the body. And the body is, uh, it's got its own kind of little will, its own um, needs for itself. It runs uh, like with its own little center, sort of. Um, and then there's a need for a driver. 
Now, this one is a different story. Um, the driver is the only one that knows at least to get to some destination. Um, the, horse, the horses do not. If you let the horses go free, they'll do whatever they want. They'll go fast, they'll go slow. And that's like those eyes in us. Those eyes that just pop up whenever they want and go for what they want. Or whatever center happens to be the one that those uh, eyes are from. Like the sexual center and the movement center. Uh, instinctive center and so on. Um, and it looks like some kid coming by and jumping on the wagon and just whacking your horses, you know, and he's just having a good time, then he jumps off the wagon. Well, they're like eyes in us that do that. They just jump the wagon and they go down a certain road and that's what they do. Or if a car goes by and, the, and there's some kind of backfire in the car, then the horses go that way. Some excitement, some, something that happens. So the first thing is, just to get a feeling for what, this, um, what we're talking about related to uh, willpower, is that we need to see the predicament that we're in. Now, that, those horses have to be driven by a driver. Um, now, the driver, we might not see around. He may be across the street having a drink. So we have to begin to find the driver. We've got to begin to see those parts in ourselves that are wrong. Because the driver is able to communicate to the, horse, to the horses with the reins. And the horses don't understand English. They'll do whatever comes up. Those eyes that come up and eventually take over part of us, I mean, they just, they, they'll go to the end. I mean, they'll eventually have, you know, could uh, drive a person to all different uh, things in life. Um, so the driver could, could communicate that. Now, kind of, I'm going to call the person that's actually a passenger in, is someone would be like a self in us, an I in us, that would be able to unify us, an I that would be able to control all the fragmentation and division in the body. So that self may speak to the driver who now can speak to the horse um, and shooting for a, defi- uh, for a uh, destination. Because eventually, the real tool of will would be to begin to have an inner life and be directed, not by any rogue eye that's, that's passing by, but a deeper eye that's been buried a long time ago or that got lost in development now needs to come forward. But there's so much activity with the rogue eyes that that part doesn't get a chance to have a voice and lives in us like a shadow, um, just catching pieces of it. Okay, so that's, 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 the, that's kind of the idea about it. Now, before we get this horse and carriage going... Um, I picture it like an eight-team horse. All right, yeah. The power of an eighteen horse. Yeah. Look at the power of that. When but they're all going in different directions. <laughs> right. That's a good. That's a good example of the horses were going in different directions. You know, and pulling the wagon one way, then pulling, then a stronger one gets the dominance of it and pulls it another way, and they fight each other. Those eyes in ourself kind of fight each other uh, for dominance. They were created at a time. Um, 
that were needed at the time when there was some real um, uh, difficulty going on in development. I'm just wondering, how often would you say, Ray, that the horses are in control as opposed to the driver being in control? Percentage-wise? Yeah. Like, as you live your day-to-day life, do you feel like you're you're being dragged around by the horses, or or do you mostly feel... Well, I'd associate, like, the driver with being awake. Like, Jim uses a term called being awake, and I'd associate that with the passenger. Passenger's a new twist to this for me. I haven't heard you use that one before, so... My team of 27 horses isn't uh, really, you know, I wouldn't say in control, but they they definitely, you know, carry me to faraway places. But I'm more conscious of them, so I definitely have a driver available, and my passenger just got planted. Mm. And, Jim, was it always easy for you to have the driver in control, or? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. I still don't have the driver. Now, this is a lifetime work. I'm a good example of being 80 years old and um, still in the midst of the battle um, of those eyes and according to moods that may come up and so on. How many horses are on your team? I I don't have any ideas about horses. Um, But the driver's not particularly awake. Um, I heard Ray say that. The driver can communicate with the horses. Now, he knows through the reins how to do, to do that. He can get it going somewhere. But sometimes if the driver's asleep or drunk, um, it will go other places. In other words, he'll just, uh, it'll just he'll be He'll move the, on to the saloon. <laughs> right. He goes to his usual haunts to the gambling table and um, pornography and so forth. That's where he needs to go so he can get the... He can get us to go there when he gets that urge to do that. So the driver's not really awake. What we'd like to, we would like to awaken um, and have somebody that can talk to the horses, um, be able to uh, be able to take direction, um, but not particularly awake. So that's a whole battle in itself. So you can see by by willpower, we're talking about the very very beginning. Of, of this. For anyone that would want to go f- further, we could begin with willpower and could use it for your own good, like, you know, wanting to lose weight or something. But um, eventually needs, it needs to direct my internal life um, that can uh, unify some... You see, these eyes have energy. Um, like you know, my my eye for the the energy of smoking, for instance, Matt. Like I okay, I quit. I got over a hundred days now, right? Yeah. I, well, hold on a second, because here's the same thing. Here's like the here's my addiction. So I I use the lozenges. Yesterday, I was um, a little bit in over my head doing a bunch of stuff. You know, cleaning my house, getting some jobs going. You know. And I, I have a tendency not to eat. I won't eat, you know, which I've never had a weight problem, and that's why, because I don't fucking eat. But I chew these lozenges, you know, and I drink coffee like a bandit. So last night, about seven thirty, eight o'clock, I started sweating, and I couldn't stop. Mm. And I was going like, wait a minute, what's going on with me? You know, and I was going, all right, what's the temperature in the house? Because I didn't know if I had the heater on, air conditioner. I look, I go, all right, that's okay. What I had was a, um, I had a nicotine OD. 
with the lozenges. So I OD'd on the nicotine, and I was just, a, oh. a, I was a fucking mess. Oh. And then I went like, all right, I got to calm down. You know, because you start, of course, you're going to start thinking, I'm having an aneurysm. I'm having a heart. I'm going to die. You know, that's what you, immediately the horse in you thinks, you know, and you're going down that cliff. So, I mean, with my will of, of not wanting to smoke and then, you know, I read the, the lozenger packet, not to exceed five lozengers uh, in six hours. And mm-hmm. I go, hmm, let me see how many I've had. 48? Hmm. <laughs> mm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the same, you know, where's yeah. the driver in that? And yeah. uh, where's the passenger going, hey, buddy, guess what? You should eat something or that's your 15th cup of coffee today. I feel like the ODing on the lozengers is probably still a little healthier for you than, than actually than really, grabbing the cigarette. Yeah, than really breaking down and having a cigarette. Well, y- yeah, but I mean, to the... But that the horse got away that with that much, do you know what I'm saying? Without mm-hmm. being recognized or waking up, or where's my fucking driver and where's my fucking passenger? Right. Yeah. Where were you, Jim? <laughs> what yeah. do you feel about that metaphor? What do you feel about that? Um, well, it's interesting. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does make sense. I mean, you're picturing a, a much larger carriage of horses than I do. Like in my mind, I picture like three or four horses. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a little young and naive, but I always feel I feel mostly in control. I mean, there are a few things in my life that get the better of me sometimes, but I don't know. For me, the the metaphor of, like, horses pulling me in one direction and, and being out of control and not knowing really where I'm being dragged towards, that's not really a, a sensation that I have in my own life. I, I tend to – maybe I just convince myself that what I'm doing is the right thing to do, but – I, t- I tend to feel a lot more in control of my own life, I think. Your parents together? Yeah. Yeah. Damn him. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> it's really good. Well, one thing, kind of an example of what Ray's saying is that <clears throat> um, when we get something we think under control, or, you know, the evidence it is, whatever it may be, eating and smoking, <clears throat> drinking or something, <clears throat> um, that there's other parts that are underneath of that that can begin to come where the drama of the great battle on, the, on one end was, was battling whatever the habits were. And then even when the habits get under a little more control, that's why this takes time. Then we have to see what's underneath of it. Yeah. And um, sometimes control is underneath of it. Now, some people are very controlled. So there's, um, there's a while before we can really understand. And that's why it needs a, a direction, a work. It needs a, a community. It, um, it may need a therapist. Uh, uh, you know, it, because one thing about these different eyes is that they're, some are in cahoots and they can really fool us. Yeah, like my lozenger guy and my smoking guy are the same dudes, you know. They're they're definitely in cahoots, mm-hmm. and now they've been exposed at a a greater level, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a little bit rough thing to to see too. I mean, you don't want to 
you know, you think you're out on the woods or on something, and um, you you you're probably mistaken. Right. You know, one thing and you can take me as the extreme example because of my age, but even at this age, and also paying a fair amount of dues as far as uh, uh, internal work, um, um, but there are times I get blindsided by a part of myself that I didn't think had that um, kind of power. Um, there's parts of me that um, would, would, would do not want to work, would kill any, any work if they could get their hands on it. Um, um, so this understanding, this whole so- psychosomatic complex we're in, there's so many twists and turns in it. Um, that that's why it needs a study monitoring. That's why psychotherapy could be very helpful in this situation, or like a Zen kind of community, where you have a chance to work with somebody that's been through this before and can guide you. Um, but at the beginning, personality is very interested in it, and personality likes the drama of it. And the ego is also there in it. It takes quite a while to begin to see that the whole pro- program even began because something in the ego was interested. Um, so there's many twists and turns in this hallway. Uh, the idea is how to keep going and learning and keep seeing and coming across these different parts. Is is the ego and personality? Speaking of ego and personality, let's uh, let's have a little uh, a little uh, talk to our sponsor, huh? Hey, you guys, this is Ray with Life Lessons with Jim Carolla, and this is a plea because business is business, and our business isn't doing so well. So please help us out. You got that? And I'm not kidding. Help us out. So go to Life Lessons website and click through the Amazon banner and help us. Come on. Now, that's a plea, and it's a good one. Do so. Thanks. Are the ego and personality g- g- always involved in it at a level? I guess they tone down, you know, because um, I used to think it was my job to tell everybody I was in therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, I, and then, you know, it turned around, uh, I don't know, years and years and years ago. It's like I don't really, I don't really talk about it or tell people about it. I mean, unless... Now people can subscribe to your therapy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, one eighty, baby. But um, you know, I, I remember when I fr- would first start, like, "Hey, where are you going?" Well, now it's code. I go like people that know me. I go, "I'm going to the gym," which they think I work out, and it's actually you. You know, which is funny. So I, it's a little play on words. I go to the gym. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "All right, once a week," but um, used to be twice. But um. Like, I noticed that I, I, I'm not interested in, unless somebody asks me about it, I'm not interested in, you know, going and telling people, you know. Or like, so what'd you do? I went to therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're damn right I did. Why mm-hmm. do you go to a shrink? Why, you know, but you get a lot of backlash. Oh, yeah. You know, tons mm-hmm. of backlash with telling somebody you go to the shrink. Mm-hmm. Or how about the one like, you still see him? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. How old is he now? Uh, uh, why don't you go see him and ask? 
It's it's funny how that happens, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. People who are going to therapy sometimes really have a hard time from families, from spouses, from who don't who don't want them to do it. Um, so you might we have come across people that we might have to kind of battle with to um, if we think we need uh, psychotherapy to actually uh, do it. It's hard enough to do it, but to have people you're bucking it makes it even harder. You know, with one of my observations yesterday about my horse, I was pulling into this plumbing supply yard that I go to quite frequently, and I was looking for this part for this this like high-end toilet that was broken, so I had to find this part. And, you know, it's very expensive and all that kind of crap. Get it? Crap toilet? Anyway, so I pull into the... Um, I pull into the parking lot of, of Ferguson in Glendale, which is one of their main hubs, and there's um, an Asian guy standing in the in the lot, you know, and he's standing right by the parking spot that I want to get, and he kind of looks at me, he's on the phone, he's smiling at me, and I'm like, and he moves, and, you know, I go and park, and I go, what's this, and I've started my rehearsal in my head, what's this fucking gook smiling at, like, what the hell's going on here, and I kind of, I kind of sent, I kind of sensed a uh, like a misgiving for this guy. Like I didn't like him, you know, and there was no reason for it, of course. So I was looking at him, you know. He looked at me, kind of smiled, and he walked away. He was smoking a cigarette. So anyway, I walk in and I go see my buddy, who's the manager there, Matt. I go, here's what I got. Here's here's this. Here's this. You know, we go over the schematic. We go into the um, we go into the um, <clears throat> warehouse, and I, I'm looking for these parts, find them, go back to his desk, because he's not like a sales guy at the, um, you know, he's not dealing with the public. So I go back to his desk with him, and I'm sitting there, and I look over, and I see the Asian guy. Mm. And I go, oh, yeah. I go, because we bandy about remarks, you know, construction stuff and talking, and he always laughs at what I say. So he, he recognized me, and then I put it together, and then I go, God, I'm I'm a freak, you know. I'm a real, son. you know. This is what I carry every day, like on the road, honking at people, you know. Get get out of my way, or and this is the 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 false self that I'm I'm packing, you know. That's like spring loaded, and that just and when I saw him, and then I recognized who he was, my stomach just fell, you know, to mm. the ground. And I was like, oh, I I have to be careful of this stuff. Like, mm. I have to really watch this. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's one of my horses, you know. Yeah, well, it's an example. You, you saw something. You went through something, and you saw something. And you saw the part that propels you. And the hardest part, when we come across parts of ourselves and they, they've kind of taken over, is to add some real observation to them. In other words, we're going to get judges of it. We're going to part saying, oh, I'm this, I'm that. I should have known. I should have. No, that's what we are, where we are at that moment. And that came up and I did whatever I did. Now, could a, a, a um, silent witness witness that? And then incidentally, that's going to be the same thing for uh, the willpower part. Is the witness the, um, is the witness and the metaphor of the carriage, would the witness be the passenger it could be the passenger um witness hasn't uh the witness is a part of us 
uh, that sees what we're doing. So the passenger would be, would be in the best, he would be the best one to do that. He, he can see the bigger picture um, and maybe not have to give in to all his... Uh, remember, it's a, it's, a, it's a stronger eye and a, a more advanced eye in ourselves. So that eye is not carrying uh, um, uh, too many negativities. But um, <laughs> the inner work, you know, there's the outer world and... And this program is more about trying to do some inner work and begin, and that's part of what the, what the meditation's about. Remember, when you meditate, you reach a place where you're, um, you touch, uh, get in touch with your body, your sensation, and you have a, a straight back, just, to go for, just for people who've been asking about that, and, um, and the observer. So you're in touch with your breath, the observers um, seeing what comes in the mind stream with the emotions that may kick up something, may leftover things coming up, a dream, um, sexual fantasies, um, all kinds of things could come up. And, and um, the, this uh, observer needs to impartially deserve, doing it impartially. In other words, not judging you. Seeing and not, not uh, what we go is right to the judge. The judge is the one that, that uh, gets very activated and we put each other down and we feel down and, and so on. That's a very important part for you podcasters to know the seeing is more important than all the analyzing and all kinds of judgments that come up you got to keep seeing through all of them. They're going to come because they're strong. They're going to come up and immediately judge and consider we're a jerk and, you know, all the things we tell ourselves. But, could we, but what I'm saying here is that we must keep seeing. Keep that active part seeing. Okay, let's see how we're doing in our time. Um, so today we're we're seeing that this, this is more than what it seems to be. But I do want to... Um, uh, Tips of icebergs. Yeah. Hey, Matt, do we have any... Um, <coughs> excuse me. Any um, emails or tweets or... Uh, I do not have any. Your normal producer, Gary, is in New York, and uh, I did not get anything from him. Oh, so we probably got a bunch out there. It's just yeah. un- unobtainable. Exactly. Yeah, we got a ton of shit out there, Jim. Okay. We just can't Gary's going to gonna it. save it. Next time, Gary will have... Probably like forty-five questions, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <All right. laughs> woohoo! But uh, for people listening, if you want to send questions, you could do it one of two ways: either email at jimcarolla at adamcarolla dot com, or you can also tweet the show at llwjc. It's all okay. you, Jim. Thank you. All right, so let me before we wind this down for those that are keeping up with our our. Um, or gymnastics of uh, of uh, will power. Um, I'm going to add a couple more. Now you can do you know you can figure your remember domestic dom anything domestic related to house things. It's a muscle. It's it's the exercise, and it's no it's the exercise and the manner in which you do the exercise. I know I never mentioned that before, but. 
the manner in which you do it, what state you're in when you do it. Um, Let's say if it's something you do and you realize you don't want to do it and you begin to bring a a state up of annoyance or um, all of that, uh, try to get back to a more a state of more equilibrium to perform the the exercises with um, in, in a manner that's positive. That'll be part of it. Um, um, so remember, the exercises is merely for the muscle, uh, just like you would do ab exercises and so on. You pick something you do. Um, so anything domestic related to dishes and putting dishes in and out of out of the dishwasher, uh, anything around the house, uh, straightening the house, washing clothes, putting clothes in the washer, anything domestically has to be done with a different consciousness now. You have to be really there and um, do it in a positive, uh, possible manner. All right, and for those that are looking still for further things, I'm going to suggest for those who want to go along with this program, but you can do your own too, is that you get up 15 minutes early for seven days. So if you have a clock or you have something you, you get up at seven, let's say, every day, you are now um, set up at 6.45. And that's going to bring stuff. That's going to bring eyes out that absolutely are not interested in it. It's going to bring the snooze bars, what that's going to bring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can we do this exercise by sleeping in an extra 15 minutes? <laughs> no. Damn. No, no, this is, we got to, remember, it's like wanting to do ab muscles without actually, without actually having to do anything. That's why they have those electrodes they put on. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you even would have to do that. <laughs> Get the electrodes and put them on. Now, the moment you're up, I want you to bring real consciousness to the dressing part of your life. Um, When you dress, that's to be used as an opportunity. Look for the shoes you're going to put on that day, stockings, so on, picking out material for that. And the manner in which you do it, what mood you're in, there's a very good chance you won't be in a good mood because morning mind is a little rough sometimes, but you do it in a manner so that your dressing is an opportunity. Um, so those two things, and anything you're working on now, and anything at work, for example, whatever, uh, whatever way you could bring that uh, high aims at work that you want to do when you go to the coffee machine or something. Um, if you want to drink less coffee, that's a big one. So if you're drinking 10 cups and you want to bring it down to five, that's a help for it. Incidentally, um, when Jim just mentioned the coffee, I already had mine in my hand. I was about to put it to my lips and put it down. <laughs> Damn you. You're going to have a lot of people cursing your name. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, so you see we've added uh, it's time to time to do our scat so we'll put that on incidentally next week um, for those out there do less scatting if you can do less <laughs> scatting number four make the quarter note feel good what? 
Okay, folks, we're signing off now. We have our scatting thing we're going to do in just a moment. But remember um, the exercise, and remember it's the manner you do it in. And uh, remember, there's a lot of material in domestic life of making right and making it right, and um, um, doing that in a conscious way, in a, in a way where um, you're aware of what you're doing. And also add on to that seer, that seeing. It's a dualistic thing. You're doing the exercise and there's something seeing you do it. Okay. Ba beep boo ba 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 Take it, Ray. Da deep da ba 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 Oh yes, he's added some extra stuff. That's good. I think you're making fun of me. Beep beep boop ba ba ba. Beep boop boop ba boop boop. Beep boop ba boop. They go rave a ba ba ba. Beep ba boop boop. Beep ba ba. Beep ba boop. Ah ah. Jim, keep eye contact. I mess up if you don't. How about you? Matt, can you do a little scatting? 64th note. 64th note. Oh, yes. Sounds familiar. How about you? You want to do a little? That's it. That's good. Good, Matt. Come on. Keep going. One more. You got it. That's good. Take a gym. Aha! Take a gym. 32 notes from, from Matt. Yeah. yeah! We discovered a scatter we didn't even know was here. I was born a scatter. He was born. He's born scattered. Um. Okay, so boy, we got to. Oh, Matt messed you up. You can't even do a 64th note now. <laughs> I tried. You Look at that. Burned. Yeah, huh? <laughs> burned right out. Did you hear that, folks? He did a 64. But he has a good knack for it, which is uh, which means we're going to use it more, <laughs> more and more. Don't Bye. count on it. <laughs> Bye, podcasters. Reach the show on Twitter at LLWJC or email us at jimcarolla at adamcarolla.com.
You're listening to the Ace Broadcasting Network. 